What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Cervantes Podcast. Joining me today to discuss the relationship between Black men and dating preferences, self-hate and anti-Blackness, and interracial dating is CEO and founder of the Minority Report magazine and public relations major studying at Hofstra University, Nathan ODJ. Nathan, how are you doing today? I'm good, Cervantes. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being here. And rapper and member of hip hop group, Where You At 2K, and community health major studying at Hofstra University, Reginald Reggie Latour 2. How are you doing, Reggie? I'm great. Wonderful. Thank you for being here. Um, awesome. So the first question, in early January of this year, hosts of the Fresh and Fit podcast, Myron Gaines and Walter Weeks, were a hot topic on social media when a resurfaced clip of the two men saying, I mean, hey, bro, if you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, go for it, man. Me and Fresh aren't really down with the brown like that. We ain't night riders. Sometimes if they're red bone, but in general, me and Fresh don't dabble in the dark. Later, the host defended their comments by saying, our dating preferences are our preferences. If we hated black women, would we bring black women on this show? So I wanted to ask you guys, what was your initial reaction after hearing about this? Nathan, you want to start or I start? Uh, you can start right you can start. All right, let me start, man. Oh my goodness. So. What was my initial reaction? Just honest disgust, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Since I was, you know, very young, I grew up in a predominantly white town even. And I just, I saw myself just getting attracted toward Black women. I always loved Black women my whole life. And to hear that come out of a Black man's mouth, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's, to me, it's disappointing. And especially because he has that type of platform, even though it's, to me, it seems like an anomaly because a lot of my black friends also are attracted to only black women most of the time. It seems like that's the standard, that's, that's how all black men feel. And I feel like it's amplified to where it's like, oh, that's, if that's how black men feel, that, or that if that's how he feels, then that's how every black man feels. And yeah, so. I think it's disgusting to be, to be honest, to just, because when you talk about preferences, usually when you talk about preferences, you're not, you're not hating on something else. It's like, if I say I prefer apples, right? I'm not going to go on onto how, like, I hate pears, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> it right. makes no sense to, you know, bash black women in your preferences. It, it just never made sense to yeah so okay uh so Ron, since you know this but my girlfriend's white right um and i i when i first read this i was like um first of all one when he said a bunch of shaniquas why he had to choose like the typical <laughs> blackest yeah <girl>? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, so messed up. <laughs> so messed up so unnecessary um and then saying um we ate night riders Night Riders. <laughs> That's just so out it of just pocket. got worse. Right, it just got. And then maybe if they're red bone, what? Yeah. So um, that really got like I like Reggie said, disgusting. Um, and for me, um, I think that when it comes to preferences, that it's not like it. I don't think race should be a preference, in my opinion. Because like, obviously we're human, we all do have our preferences, but when it comes to like saying, oh, I hate dating black women, I prefer dating white women, or I prefer dating light-skinned women, that's when the colorism and the racism sets in, um, at least through my eyes. 
I know some black people don't think that some black people do um, and white people are like different races too. Um, the viewpoints differ on that, but in my opinion, that's, I don't think race should be a preference when it comes no. to choosing. No, if that. you're, if you're attracted to like women, if you are a straight man and you're attracted to women, it should be like all women, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and you may have a preference of like maybe blonde or curvy or right. like curly haired. I don't know, like smart, funny. And like, that's okay. But when you bring oh, color sure. to it, Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> when you bring color yeah. into it and you're like explicitly only dating a certain certain race, it kind of gets weird. Yeah, you know, and um, it's just it's just frustrating because I, I feel like we see that rhetoric, or at least I see that rhetoric so much on social media from black men, and I know like some black men would like counter argue like, oh, but you know, there's more black marriages than interracial marriages. But for some reason, and that may, may be true, I haven't done my research on that, maybe I should have, but I think um, I just see a lot of Black men, when they reach a certain status, date white women or date women that are not Black. Yeah. And it's weird, you know? I, I think even um, 50 Cent was talking to Lil Wayne about that. Like, oh, like, we're so used to one thing. So when we see something else, it's like exotic. But it's I mean, like- He leaves your ass for a white girl. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know so it's like why like the exotic thing you know so it's like black women are like regular so you want something different but it's like no black women can be quote-unquote exotic too but then that's even pro problematic because exotic refers to like a rug or food yeah not, <laughs> not white women date black women because they're exotic you know so yeah you know so it's just I don't, I don't like that. It, it, it hurts because I know I know those men have black mothers and I feel like you right. won't say that in front of your black mom. You'll say that amongst your friends in the locker room, but you I don't think you would say that in front of your parents. Absolutely. Right. Unless you're unless, you know, your dad had that rhetoric, too, and you thought it was OK, because mm -hmm. you know, I think it all starts at home. It all oh, starts absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Did you get a lot of flack for dating? A white, a white girl absolutely absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um, yeah no my mother was not the biggest fan at first I mean now she loves her um but at first when they told her I was she was white I showed her a photo she was like oh. <laughs> like moon blood that's how you say um <laughs> she like, Ooh, you're with oh. the moon blood <laughs> yeah was it also because she wasn't Haitian too? Um, definitely because of what she wasn't Haitian, but also it was definitely like the whole not being Haitian part. Cause like my mom's always been trying to set me up with another Haitian person. Um, like I had, um, in high school, I was dating this Jamaican girl. My mom was like, mm -mm, Jamaican's Haitians, no. Okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> like, come on. Um, but yeah, it was definitely the not Haitian part, but it was more the not white part or the more the actually she's white part that got to my mom because, you know, white people and black people don't have the best history. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, my mom is okay with that now. Like she doesn't really have an issue with the white part, so. Okay, yeah, yeah that's good. Years in, two years in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can, um, the reason why I asked that was because um, what you said, the last part, what you said, because, you know, it is, it, it is still kind of, um, I feel like looked down upon a little bit for some people in our community when you okay. date a white person. And then also I think as Caribbeans, it's like, if you're not dating, 
someone else of the same country it's like um it's like oh like you you betrayed us what are you doing you betrayed the family um so i know that comes up too what about you is your is tyler haitian as well no she's jamaican actually oh yeah so so um typically honestly in my life i've been with uh haitian girls that's just i guess you know when you have the same culture it's like oh it's like i guess another feature another something that i guess enhances you or is like more attractive because it's like oh you experience kind of the same stuff right yeah so um but you know when i met tyler i was thinking like would my mom you know care or would my dad really care and honestly they don't they don't at all you know they they love tyler they love tyler a lot oh, yeah. and uh i asked i did ask because tyler did also kind of have that question like oh like are your parents gonna like me i know i'm not haitian i'm like no then they're pretty cool and so i i did ask them one day like you know do you mind tyler not being haitian just like not at all like you don't need to marry a haitian girl. That's, you don't <laughs> need to good. be put in a box to, for your no but yeah so honestly yeah they they don't really care that much and especially even with white girls i remember i told you guys that i lived in a predominantly white town and they didn't mind if i were to bring home a white girl if i were to be with a white girl they had no problem with it especially again i'm surrounded by i'm going to be you know interacting with them so it's it's nothing No, I get that. I get that. And I think um, if you close yourself off too, you're closing, if you're too like um, gun hole on like one type of woman, you're like kind of stopping yourself from all the other beautiful, amazing women out there, you know? But yeah, I know some parents could be like strict about that. What was I going to ask? How do you guys think we can put an end to anti-Blackness, to the the anti-Blackness that a lot of Black men seem to have? I mean, oof. Well, that's a really I think, question. I think it's a, I think it's a very, yeah, it's, it's, it's a heavy question only because I think a lot of people, I think for one, like I said, I think it's a little blown, blown out of proportion. I don't think too many black men think this way. I think there might be a little anti-blackness and, you know, a lot of black men, but very minimal, but like to the extent of this, I think it's very, yeah, yeah, it's an anomaly, but to your question to how we could stop it or how we prevent it, I honestly couldn't tell you because it's, it's, it's hard to go and change everybody's ideology, especially when it's been passed down from generation to generation to generation and colorism is still very much alive. Racism is still very much alive. It's going to take to me i think it's going to take centuries before we could even like get to the topic of colorism let alone racism so preach to that yeah because we're still battling that too yeah right and what about you nathan i think like like you said this is very like i'm not used to hearing black people say this in fact i'm used to experiencing and realizing the opposite um when it comes to that like i've had um black people look at me holding my white girlfriend's hand in disgust. Wow. Yeah. So um it's not like so I've never I haven't really like experienced anyone with this type of mindset. But um I think to put an end to it, 
especially when it comes to um, the negative outlook towards Black women. Um, I think people need to stop, Black people, Black men need to stop putting um, Black women on such a low pedestal because that that's what we do. That's how like, Black women aren't appreciated and respected enough in the Black community, black community as it is. Therefore, they're, they're looked at as um, reckless, not reckless, um, impulsive, emotional, um, angry right. all the time, bitter, um, and uh, especially if they're single, especially if they're the older they get and the singler they uh, and they keep being single, they are looked in the eyes of a black man as not something they want to date, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. I think I think that black men need to start putting black women on a pedestal that's higher than their own because that's like we've been lowering them lowering their status for a very long time treating them as if they were just housewives and um that's it they're just here to pump babies for us <laughs> right so like i think that's the first step at least i know there's a whole bunch of steps that we got to do to get rid of this thing but um at least i think that's the first step yeah i agree with that i agree i agree with what you guys said and i think um at home like makes like like when we become fathers and when our friends that are black become fathers we have to teach our sons that like you know black is beautiful black women are beautiful not just zendaya <laughs> not just Bernice burgos you know the instagram baddies all the black women in between and just because you're not attracted to maybe you know one black woman doesn't mean that they're all ugly or doesn't mean that you should make fun of them and i feel like yeah it starts at home and, and it's just so interesting because i feel like in other communities the men are not putting down their women the way some black men do to black women. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, I don't absolutely. see this rhetoric with Latino men talking down on Latino women, Asian mm-hmm. men talking. Like, I feel like Very they true. don't do that. So yeah. I, I wanna, I want us to be better. You know? I absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In cultures all over the world, they treat. I mean, yes, women all over the world have not been treated with proper respect or rights right ever right. as like obviously but in cultures around the world they treat um their women better than black men treat um our women. right and not to say like i don't want to uh let those men off the hook because i'm sure they right, do right, right, right but i don't see like on social media i've, I've never seen like a a viral like Asian man going after this Asian like I don't see that you know not not on my feed you know <laughs> so yeah I just hope that we can but I but shout out to all the black men that you know are are you know love their black women are in relationships they respect them appreciate them because I don't want to um you know tear down black men I'm not I trying am. to do that but I do want to hold us accountable because I feel like at a certain point someone has to speak up and be brave enough to point it out. Yeah. And if it's going to be me with this pod, with this little podcast, then, you know, I'm going I'm to do it. I'm going to do it. Switching gears um, now for some TCP rapid fire questions. Uh, the first question I wanted to ask you guys, what makes you laugh the most? So, uh, right, you want to take that? Yeah. All right. So what makes me laugh the most is like the corniest jokes that just don't make sense or just dad jokes. Just really corny, like. <laughs> like <laughs> like why did you even say that <laughs> honestly like yeah it's like a why did you even say it or like bro like if somebody says like yo why did a chicken cross the road to get to the other side like <laughs> I, 
I just be dying laughing. Like, I don't know why. That's just yeah, me. the dad jokes, the awkward jokes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Nathan? Uh, I jokes are definitely a given. Yeah. But um, for me, I think it's sarcasm. Anything with, like, when someone's being ironically sarcastic. Not in a rude way, but, like, in a funny way. Um, that That just gets me, like... I don't know why, but that's um, yeah. three things you're grateful for. Three things I'm grateful for. Um, I guess my living situation, you know, okay. the house over my head or the roof yes. over my head, uh, my education and food. I like that. I like that. And you, Nathan? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be obviously my girl. Um, oh, food. Stuff. Clearly, oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, my girl. Uh, food definitely, and probably my eyesight. Definitely Ooh. my eyesight. Gotta say, that's a good, that's a good uh, one. That's a good what one. would you guys tell your younger selves? Oh, oh man. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I I don't know if I. I don't want to tell my younger self anything. The only reason why I don't want to tell myself my younger self anything is because I want my younger self to experience what I've experienced. I want him to learn exactly what I learned. You can't learn something. From, you, you can learn a lot of things from people telling you, and you know, you could regurgitate that uh, information. But I feel like you just got to experience stuff, man. And I wouldn't want to tell him anything. I just tell him good luck, bro. <laughs> like, I haven't heard that one yet on the podcast. That, that's that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that is good. I'll, I'll that I agree with that. Um, but I've been saying at least for the last like probably since September. <laughs> um, I've been saying as a joke that I would bully freshman near me. Like what? Because like I feel like who I am now and who I was freshman year like I look back and I'm like cringe like what is Not that facts. yeah yeah so that, <laughs> yeah that definitely that probably definitely. would be it I'd probably like go back to freshman year and be like hey listen you're in um college now not in high school like switch this up come on yes um, but I agree with Reggie though I have learned a lot in the last couple of years um and I'm not the same person it's because of my experiences so I guess I would want my younger self to experience that, but if I could go back, I would bully him. <laughs> Where do you see yourselves in five years? Where do I see myself in five years? Honestly, I think in five years, probably still be in school because you know I'm trying to go to medical school. So yeah, I'd probably be in like. Yeah, probably still be in school at that time. But I hopefully, honestly, in five years, I would just be traveling the world or at least, you know, enjoying life at, while I'm young. So I like yeah. that. I like that. What um what do you want to specialize in? What kind of doctor do you want to be? I want to get into geriatrics. So like old people, you know. <laughs> nice. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. What about you, Nathan? Um, I think. My plan is to go to DC after um after undergrad and probably go to grad school in DC. Um, so I'll probably be there still at a job, hopefully in DC. Um, so yeah, that's where I see myself. DC working for 
a PR agency, some PR agency. I don't know what kind of PR yet. I'm trying to look into that. Don't know yet. Maybe entertainment, but. Okay. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say law when you said DC. Oh, yeah. No, I um wanted to be a lawyer and then I was applying for Hofstra and I was like, that's not for me. <laughs> it is difficult. It's yeah. Difficult. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like that. I know myself. That's not for me. <laughs> Um, and the last TCP rapid fire question, what would you guys name this current chapter of your lives? I would name it, so I'd name it season eight. And the reason why I call it season eight is because this is my eighth semester, right? And since, <laughs> since freshman year, me and my boys, me and my friends, actually, we just been saying we've been in a soap opera, we've been in a comedy show, and like we're just waiting for the cameras to sh come out, right? So you know, every semester is a new season. So yeah, this is season eight for me. And it's so it's so crazy how every every semester in college is so different, and like so yeah. much happens in you know four months or however long it is. So I like that season eight. That's different. Yeah. It's good. I like Nathan. That. Um, I don't know. I would probably call this chapter in my life um it's going too fast <laughs> like yep. first of all it's already the 29th like what is <laughs> of january <laughs> right yeah. what is this wasn't it just new year's eve <laughs> exactly yeah. Um, yeah probably it's going too fast because like every time i realize crap i'm 20 and like I'm not getting any younger. It's actually just going quicker and quicker. Um, and I'm getting old. So probably, yeah, this is going too fast. Yeah, I can't believe I'm 21. Like, I still feel 16. <laughs> yeah, me too. Weird to think of. Um, it's it's crazy. So that's it for the rapid fire questions. Thank you guys so much for joining me on the podcast. Conversations oh. like these are so important. I hope that all Black men that do listen to this episode can self-reflect and maybe see if they have colorist and anti-Black dating preferences and or they can hold their friends accountable who do uh do you guys want to tell uh the listeners where they can follow you like on social media and stuff yeah yeah you can follow me on instagram at jezinald is j-e-z-i-n-a-l-d jezinald and uh you can follow me also on tiktok at zojezi z-o-j-e-z-i nice and all the music that's coming out soon Yes, right, follow right. me for that. You got to follow me for that. There will be a link in my bio to, for all our music. All the, uh, awesome. Awesome. I'll put a link in the, in the description box. Where, Anything, where, 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 where can everyone follow you? And the mi Minority Report? Of course, of course. Um, so you could you guys can follow me on Instagram at um, t Nate, T-H-E, great, G-R-8, 2-1. That's a lot. Um, I'll have, uh, I'll give it to Samantha so we can give it to y'all. Um, uh, at great, Nate the Great 21 um, on Instagram. And for the Minority Report, it's the Minority Report underscore magazine on Instagram and TMR um, underscore mag on Twitter. Um, also look out for the new um, site. It drops this weekend. And um, look, I hope you guys are looking forward to me and my girls podcast called Different Worlds. Um, and nice. I didn't know you guys had a podcast. That's dope. Well, we're, we're starting one. Okay. We're, um, it's going to come soon. Yeah. 
Awesome, so. awesome. Uh, be sure to leave a rating for the Sarantis podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the Sarantis podcast YouTube channel and click the notification bell up top so you never miss a new episode. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.